Today, we've got a special episode here at Amazon Unbox 2023, where we're going to talk about all of their releases like generative AI and sponsored brand ads, and also a lot of cool things like sponsored TV. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. If you're like me, maybe you were intimidated about learning how to do Amazon PPC, or maybe you think you just don't have the hours and hours that it takes to download and sort through all of those sponsored ads reports that Amazon produces for you. Adtomic for me allowed me to learn PPC for the first time, and now I'm managing over 150 PPC campaigns across all of my accounts in only two hours a week. Find out how Adtomic can help you level up your PPC game. Visit h10.me forward slash Adtomic for more information. That's h10.me forward slash A-D-T-O-M-I-C. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted and unrehearsed, organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. We're here at Amazon Unboxed uh, in New York. I've been on the road for like three weeks now. I don't even, I, I, there's a second there where I, I wasn't quite sure <laughs> where I was. I've been in so many countries lately. But we've got a, I've got a co-host uh, today. Anne from PacView. Anne, how's it going? Great. How are you doing? I'm doing just delightful. Now, what is your background? What do you do at PacView? Yeah, so I'm a product solutions director for DSP at PacView. So I do basically anything related to DSP and AMC, um, help with our product road mapping, help with strategy for some of our enterprise level clients, um, doing custom work within AMC, marketing, you name it, I probably do it. How long have you been at PacView? I've been at PacView for coming up on four years now, so about three and a half years total. Um, a lot has changed since I joined. Um, you know, I, I started at PacView focusing on our managed services team, so mm -hmm. I was primarily working with um, some of our kind of strategic accounts, helping to build out their capabilities, um, doing strategy not just for DSP, um, but across kind of omni-channel focuses, so for search as well. Prior to working at PacView, I actually worked in an agency in Austin, Texas, where I'm normally based, where I, again, did omni-channel strategy for enterprise-level accounts. So my background is not just with programmatic and DSP, but I really gravitated to it. It's just one of those types of, of advertising channels that really allows you to have a lot of flexibility and creativity and really is conducive to innovation. So I, I really enjoy working on the DSP side of things. Cool. So now, what did you go to school for? I went to school for advertising, so I think okay, I'm in the so right place. You're right. In, okay. <laughs> where, where did you go to school at? It's called St. Edwards University. It's in Austin, Texas. So I've been in Austin since I went to school, and I just never left about a decade. Okay. I was about to say, because you don't sound like you were born and raised in Austin. I was um, not. I was okay. not. Where were you born and raised? Uh, well, where I was born was Hattiesburg, Mississippi, but raised is a harder question. I moved about 10 times before I graduated high school, so... You pick a state, I probably was okay. raised there. Cool, cool. Yeah, because I was like, wait a minute. She doesn't sound like a native Texan uh, here. I know. No I accent know. yet. All right. Maybe, you know, 15, 20 years from now, uh, you might have a little twang in your... Right, right. I used to actually have a little bit of a Southern accent. I think I kind of got rid of it okay. as I moved around. Cool. Now, what are you... You know, we're going to be talking to some, you know, people that probably people have never heard of, of, of podcasts. You know, they're ex right. actually executives here at Amazon. 
Who are you most excited to uh, talk to today? But if I were have to say to say my favorite subject matter is definitely the DSP AMC side of things. And I know that we're speaking to Kelly, who's the VP of DSP. So that's obviously a great place to start. Um, we're also going to speak to Miranda, who is a director for AMC at Amazon. So I think there's going to be a lot of really great content around that. But in general, we're also talking to a lot of people who are, you know, very broadly focused across all of ads. And so I think we'll have something for everyone in this one. Yeah. So, so you know, you guys might be, there might be some newbies out there. You know, don't tune out. This is stuff that you're going to need to know. If you're an advanced seller, we're going to talk about some stuff that you guys might be able to use right away that was just announced uh, this week at Amazon Unbox. So uh, let's go ahead and hop right into the interviews. All right. First up, we've got uh, my brother from another mother here, Jeff Cohen. Jeff, how's it going? Uh, everything is great. So great to see you. So great to see the whole Helium 10 PackView team at, at this conference. It's great to catch up with everybody. Yeah. Now, you've been in the game you know, longer than me. I remember uh, the very first conference I spoke at, you, you were a speaker and you're already a veteran speaker at that time. So, you know, side note that that conference there probably had the best food I've ever had at the conference. This is probably the second best. Like, I'm really impressed with the the, yeah, <laughs> the offerings good, they, here. Yeah, I'm curious what conference that is, but we don't have to go into that now. Yeah, but it, it was right here in New York. Okay, but um, you know, you were on the SaaS side, you know, like I am now. Now you're at Amazon. Like, yeah. what what's been uh, what's been the biggest you know kind of eye opening thing or difference that now that you're on the other side of the aisle? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I. I always like to, to joke that, you know, I drink the Amazon Kool-Aid before I ever like came here. I've been an Amazon like fanboy since like 2005 when I started um, textbooks.com. And it's been interesting because I'm in a unique position where I can bring the outside in and the inside out. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, one of the, one of the many things that I've learned is maybe like the patience that you have to have with Amazon. Maybe I didn't have as much patience when I was on the, on the outside mm -hmm. <laughs> and the amount of time that it takes for some of the things to develop at Amazon, but when they like grow and they go to scale, uh, it then moves at like this rocket ship pace. And so I think you're starting to see that with some of the, some of the tools like AMC or even like you know, what's happening with like Amazon studios and, and some of the new, you know, productions that are coming out, you have this like rocket ship pace of what's happening in terms of the development and the new opportunities and how advertisers are using the technology. And so you have to kind of be patient when new things come out, right? So when you hear yeah. about a totally new product like sponsored TV, you got to realize that it takes a little bit of time to kind of figure out how does it work into the individual advertisers media mix? How does the measurement work for each brand along the way. But then once it kind of gets up to full speed, you get to see like how it all works and, you know, and, and how it's really excelling brand growth. Yeah. Now we're, we're going to be interviewing a lot of your colleagues here uh, about some very specific announcements that, that happened here at Unbox. But before I, uh, I ask you to give a rundown, you know, one of the things that was uh, announced today, it's on, it's on the website too, is about the new generative uh, AI that can help people doing sponsored brand ads to, to generate some new creatives. Can, can you talk about that just a little bit? Yeah, I think there were like three themes to the, to the keynote today that I kind of jotted down. One was this idea of like uh, digital transformation. And one was this idea of like how ad tech plays in, in a responsible way. And then, and then the third one was like how we reinvent, right? How we reinvent what's possible. That was said numerous times. And I think Gen AI kind of fits into almost all three of those categories. And, you know, we saw a lot of opportunity, a lot of 
new changes with Gen AI that have come out of AWS. We saw a lot of changes with Gen AI that came out of Amazon Accelerate, and now we're starting to see some come out of Amazon Ads. And I'll, I'll, I'll you know, it's cool, right? We can take a product um, and we can turn that product into a full lifestyle image. And I think it's if you can just start to kind of think about where the possibilities go from there and what else brands can do and and how we can enable that either with what Amazon ads is doing or with what our partners are doing, right? Because it doesn't always have to be invented by us at Amazon. Uh, It's really making it easier for brands to be able to take advantage of um, this technology that maybe was a little uh, expensive or time consuming or, or difficult to to use and now it's all done with prompts and it's really simple and easy and that's that's really cool yeah now what what about the, uh, some of the other announcements today? you have any uh, you know things that stick out that you're ex- especially uh, excited for yeah I, I think that um, what we're doing I mentioned it during our our opening segment but sponsor TV I think is a, is a really mm. cool one and you know in short it's democratizing the ability for brands to be able to um, place um, ads into our streaming portfolio, right? So across Prime Video, Freebie, um, and all the other channels that we have that I can't even remember them all because I'm <laughs> supposed to think so quickly. And mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. And um, again, like there's no budget for that. Um, you do have to have the creative, but Amazon has services that can help you make that creative or there's third parties that can help you make that creative. And I thought that was a really exciting announcement that was made. You know, on the heels of the announcement that was made a month ago, it was kind of reinforced about like what's happening with Prime Video and and it moving to an ad supported network, uh, creating a ton of, you know, new inventory for brands to begin to explore. And that's really super exciting as, as we start to go into it. And then there was like a bunch around um, ad tech and and like what's happening around measurement. And I know like from, you know, we're all near and dear to this idea that measurement is is critical to our overall success and new metrics that are, that are being re- um, released, making it available to understand how new to brand customers are impacting um, the business. And I think those are all really important for us to be thinking about because we have to close the loop as advertisers. And as we move to this cookie-less world, right, it's, it's signs point to it happening in 2024. We have to find ways to be able to close the funnel and understand how our ads are working. And Amazon's working really hard to um, help brands be able to do that both within our suite and, and also when you're outside of our suite, yeah, you mentioned uh, the new new to brand metrics, new to brand consideration metrics. I think is what we're calling them. Yep. Can you walk our listeners through what those really are? Well, when you're looking at new to brand, right, from like a super high level, new to brand is starting to give you this metric that's beyond ROAS, and it's starting to, to allow brands to look at who was not buying their brand within the last twelve months, who's now buying their brand. And there's a suite of metrics now that are available for you to be looking at so that as you're looking at different inflection points of your advertising, you can start to actually dial down into what action you're looking for people to take. And I think that's what's really cool. And it's like this evolution and brands have to think through this evolution. Like one of the simplest ways to think of this, right, for, for people who maybe like this concept's a little far for them. One of the simplest ways to think of this is around this idea that like, if you're trying to get more awareness of your product, when you're looking at a video, 
you don't want to just see video views. You want to see how long they've been watching the video. And so you might start optimizing your campaign based on video length. How many people get to a half the video or three quarters of the video? And so when you start to get into the new to brand type of metrics, you're actually saying, okay, I want incremental growth. Incremental growth and by, by definition is, you know, sales you wouldn't have had before. One of the best ways to measure that is by people who are new to your brand. And so by having multiple metrics now to be able to understand how those are being impacted, you can now go back into tools like AMC and see how that funnel is working and which ones are driving the actual, you know, points that you want to drive. And that that's really cool, right? It's it's very I cool. Get excited about I'm I'm very excited too. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Last question for you. You know, maybe not something that was released here at Unbox, but you know, you, you're very active on LinkedIn. You see what people are posting about. You know, I'm sure you look at metrics about what advertisers are using. Is there something in Amazon advertising that you feel is is kind of being slept on, or or not enough people are talking about it that that you think more people should be using it? Anything? I mean, more people should be using Helium Ten and oh, PacView. That that, that, <laughs> that goes without saying. I agree. I <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, besides that, I think that you know. Bradley, you and I get asked this question a lot, right? And and our answer is always, it depends. Mm-hmm. And I think that instead of like saying like, this is a, a tool that you should be using or this is a, a an advertising um, function you should be trying, I think that advertisers need to be open to the idea of test and learn. And I think the more you can train your uh, mental model to work in a test and learn type of environment, the more open you are to change because the only thing that's constant is going to be change. Yep. Right. And um, you started by saying like where this industry was years ago when mm-hmm. we both started, think about all the change that's happened yep. and all the change that's occurred and the, the brands that have not just survived, but thrived through that are brands that have uh, taken advantage of uh, new opportunities, have invested by testing and learning and have you know, then double down on the things that were working. And I don't mean to oversimplify it, right? But like, it's not a very specific answer of like, use Helium 10's tool for, you know, keyword, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, that's just one piece that you then use to implement the strategy. So work backwards. What's your goal? How are you going to get there? And then figure out what tools you need to help you scale. Awesome. All right. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We've been trying to get you on the podcast for like two years. I'm happy it finally happened and we'll definitely be keeping in touch. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right. Next up, we've got uh, Kelly here. Now, Kelly, uh, can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, Tell us what you do at Amazon. Absolutely. So Kelly McLean, I lead our uh, demand side platform at Amazon. So we call it ADSP and excited to be here. Thank you awesome. for the time. Awesome. Now you were, you know, we just saw you on stage a, a few minutes ago. What were uh, uh, your big reveals of the day? Yeah, really good question. So I, I think if um, if you think about Amazon ads and kind of where we've where, where we've been and where, where we're going, we've really continued to make a lot of progress on on how what we've been building, a lot of our goals. We're focused a lot on interoperability with our ad tech solutions, so making it easier. Um, to use. We're focused a lot on performance improvements. And then again, all of this is underpinned by um, making sure that we're putting privacy at the core of everything that we're doing. And so with that in mind, we've been kind of launching this week in particular, a lot of different um, updates around as you think about planning, activating and measuring, right? So within planning, we, we're launching Cross Channel Planner, which is a new way for you to really think about full full funnel planning, 
Uh, we an announced Amazon Publisher Cloud, which is the new cleanroom technology for publishers, which we're really excited about. Um, we've been making a lot of performance improvements to the demand side platform, um, both with the, the user interface as well as the backend performance. And then we've also um, been, been launching a lot more on our, our measurement capabilities, right? So making sure that um, marketers are getting the insights uh, real time, uh, making it a lot easier for them to kind of understand, you know, where how they should be uh, looking at performance and where they should be making future investments. So we're excited about it. It's uh, it's going to be a really fun week. Awesome. Awesome. Now we have our resident uh, DSP nerd here, Anne. So she's going to go ahead and ask, have some follow up. Definitely. Definitely. Amazon Publisher Cloud was announced today, which is a big step for your publishing partners, obviously. Do you see any benefit for advertisers with this release? Yes, definitely. And, you know, I, I think to your point, I mean, we've had, um, if you think about kind of clean room technology, right, really starting with cloud solutions and then Amazon Marketers Cloud, right, thinking for marketers on how we can help support them. And, and Amazon Publisher Cloud, it's going to be a, a mouthful after I'm speaking uh, all morning, <laughs> so excuse me, but... Um, you know, that's really about a solution for, for publishers, right? Giving them much more of the ability to pair any unique insights that they have, right? Demographics that they might know, of, of course, with of folks who are coming to their site and then pairing that with Amazon ads data. Um, but but the, the real core of that is, of course, providing um, opportunities for publishers, but making it easier for them to connect with advertisers, right? Um, advertisers often that, you know, there's so many different deal opportunities out there. A lot of the the kind of deal process is very manual today. And it, and it's hard to discover the right deal and and knowing which deal is right for, for you to reach your, your audience. And so, um, you know, one, one, a simple example, right, is if you're, let's say you're a, a common website and you know your, um, the different demographics that are coming to your site every day. But by layering on Amazon audiences, you might realize, oh, I actually have pet food lovers um, who, uh, or sorry, pet food lovers. <laughs> I have pet lovers um, who are coming to my site that I didn't realize. And so then that offers um, publishers the ability to maybe customize some unique deal opportunities to advertisers who might be trying to target pet lovers, right? Or specific brands who might be selling pet food. Um, and, it, and it provides much more unique um, differentiated opportunities. And, and we actually had a recent test with um, NBC Universal, and they were able to offer three and a half times more um, reach than what they'd seen in the past, which is really exciting. So so we see this as, as beneficial to, to both marketers and to publishers um, by really making it a lot more simple to connect with um, with audiences at the end of the day. You know, pet food lovers are, are pets. <laughs> and about in 10 years at Unbox, I, I predict exactly. like there's going to be some some DSP where, where pets can actually base, you know, based on they what they see on they TV. They, exactly, the exactly. So I mean, AI, we just launched something, possible, right? right? Maybe right. pets will be transformed into some sort of language that they can then activate. <laughs> I think so. Who knows? I don't even want to cool. think about that. <laughs> I know. I never really thought about that. Um, but Yeah, that's very exciting. So essentially for the advertisers listening, it's going to make your reach potentially broader, but also more relevant, right? So the publishers have the ability to make targeting more relevant. Absolutely. Great. Another big announcement was the cross-channel planner. Yes. Um, so can you walk us through how you think the ability to forecast reach will change how advertisers perform through yeah. their DSP program? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think one of the, the biggest challenges today, as you all know, right, is the 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 um, fragmentation of channels and information and the overload of signals, right? And so that's where we're excited with Cross Channel Planner, um, providing more of the ability to um, uh, help marketers understand who they should be reaching, right, across the funnel. 
um, and, and get much more information on um, how to kind of more efficiently drive their spend. Um, in, in the past, we've launched Channel Planner. So that was our first product um, for mostly catered towards streaming TV, right? And how do you think about reach curves and how do you make sure that you're um, delivering against um, that for up, upfront pitches and so forth. And, and this is really kind of the next iteration um, to, to driving more efficient spend. So ultimately, um, we, we think this is going to be kind of the, the next step of just providing much more granularity across all of the Amazon ads products on Amazon, beyond Amazon, to make it easier to figure out, okay, where should I be allocating my budget in, in the best way possible? Um, we had a, a baby brand um, who actually uh, was reaching audiences, um, and uh, they activated, so they leveraged cross-channel planner, activated via, via the DSP, um, and then they used custom advertising to direct customers to their online store, and actually had four and a half times click-through rate, um, an 11% increase in, in purchase rate, which was pretty cool to see. So again, I think the ability to plan and then easily activate is something that we're really committed to and excited about. Do you think this will be applicable for advertisers who are advertising both on Amazon and off? So more so that that third-party placement, this will help plan for that as well? Absolutely. So Amazon is, is known for uh, retail media and driving conversions right in the Amazon store. Uh, and we've been making uh, so many investments over the past uh, several years, right, to really drive much more full funnel solutions um, and making all of our solutions work for all types of advertisers, right? Whether you're an advertiser that sells on Amazon or not, um, because we're really excited about the power of, again, combining Amazon signals with marketers, first party and third party signals in a way that you can actually drive conversions, um, drive reach uh, and, and have more of a full funnel experience and conversation. And that's where our Amazon Publisher Direct team comes into play, where we have a lot of these relationships um, and can reach anyone um, across the Internet. Um, but we've also been investing in, in modeled audiences and, and, you know, the performance through the DSP. And so, um, you know, a, a lot of people are, are kind of thinking about the loss of cookies in a negative way. And right. we're, we actually see this as an opportunity. We see this as a way to really innovate and rethink um, how marketers can potentially reach people in a privacy safe way that also drives performance. And so this is why we've also been investing in our modeled audience solutions. Um, right. So especially as we think about um, driving uh, sales or reach off of Amazon. Um, and, and we've been seeing over 25% increased delivery um, with, with a lot of the solutions as well as 12% less cost, cost per click per impression, which I'm barely able to talk. And I'm <laughs> going to be losing my voice by the end of this day. But, um, but, but so, so yeah, like I think all of these from, again, the planning, the act, how you can activate all right. of the performance improvements we've been doing within our, um, our DSP, we're excited will continue to help accelerate um, marketers across full funnel, wherever they want to reach people, um, which we're thrilled about. Definitely. The ever-looming third-party cookie deprecation. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of energy, but um, understandably, and I think, it's, I think it's the right thing for us to rethink how we can um, really connect uh, marketers and people in the right way moving forward. Agreed, agreed. Um, another thing that was mentioned was the the bidding enhancements that yes. are now going to be available through the DSP program. Yes. So essentially, you you pick a KPI and you let um, you know Amazon do all the bid optimization in order to get to that KPI. Do you think this is going to change costs for advertisers? Like, will CPMs go down in highly competitive categories or go up um, because of this automation? Good, good question. Um, and and being a, a DSP enthusiast, enthusiast, I'm sure you know that our 
um, our, our system's been really hard to use in the past. Um, we've heard feedback from from customers and partners that it was very complex. And so we've really been, um, so the, this goal-seeking bidder, as well as um, re-augmenting our interface so that it's much more anchored on goals has been paramount, right? We want to make it easier to use the DSP. We want to understand what is your goal? What are you trying to do? How, what outcome are you trying to drive for your business? And we've been making a lot of um, user interface improvements and then the goal-seeking bidder on the back end, to your point. I'm not sure what it will do in terms of, you know, I can't talk to overall pricing in, in the system. Right. But what, what I can say is that we, um, we're already seeing, you know, up to 40% uh, reduction in, in CPAs where, um, where we're able to better optimize ag- against a goal. And we're seeing um, seeing marketers just really gravitate towards the ability to kind of have much more of a simple experience. But we also believe in control. Um, and so I think that's one of the powers that we think the demand side platform has is if you want all of the customization, if you want the complexity, we have that, right? You can really adjust whatever types of bids that you want. You can layer on various different types of audiences. You can play around with different creatives. You can, you know, make make a ton of different ads to try and test. And at the same time, if you want a more simple, easy experience, you know what your, your goal is. We're able to help optimize and, and provide recommendations on the best way to do that. So we see it as, as kind of a, a nice balance um, in providing marketers kind of that, that wide range of capabilities because right. we think there's a lot of different... Um, discussions in the industry right now on what what way um, folks are, are going to be going. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time and thank you for all you do at Amazon. We yeah, appreciate likewise. it. Thank you for the partnership. Appreciate it. Of course. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. All right. Now we've got Miranda. Miranda, this is our first time uh, meeting you. So can you introduce yourself and tell us what your position is at Amazon? Absolutely. I'm Miranda Chen. I'm the director of growth and monetization for Amazon Marketing Cloud or AMC for short. I've been at Amazon for 11 and a half years now, live in the Bay Area. And at AMC, I lead several teams responsible for product and engineering, developing our audience activation capabilities, uh, making AMC easier to use for more and more customers, as well as um, our go-to-market and customer enablement activities. All right. Now we have, we have a wide variety of listeners, you know, every, anywhere from, from brand new people selling on Amazon to, to, you know, humongous billion dollar brands. Now the billion dollar brands probably know all about uh, AMC, but, but some of our newer ones might not uh, understand that or maybe they're confused. Like, wait, marketing stream, marketing AMC, you know, there's all these like acronyms. So can you just give a you know, quick, maybe 30 second, one minute introduction about what is AMC? Yeah, for sure. So um, Amazon Marketing Cloud or AMC is Amazon Ads is clean room. So it has it's a it's private and secure by design. Each advertiser has has their own campaign signals of all their various, you know, Amazon ad spend um, within their particular instance. So we have signals from, you know, sponsored products, sponsored brands, uh, streaming TV, effectively, like all of the actual campaign events. And it enables custom flexible analytics on, on those signals. And then it also enables advertisers to be able to upload their own first party signals or third party signals. So you can think of like product catalog, you know, retail conversions, things like that. And so then you can generate really, really flexible insights, um, typically using SQL, such as path to conversion, reach and frequency, um, overlap analysis, and then actually take actions on them. Cool, cool. Now, for those who, uh, you know, most of our listeners probably weren't able to attend here at Unbox, what's the big uh, release for your department here at uh, Unbox? Yeah, so we had a couple different releases specifically related to, to AMC that I can touch on. The first was AMC Template Analytics. So it takes some of our most popular queries, such as path to conversion, um, reach and frequency, and then allows 
users to be able to generate those insights without needing to touch, touch any code. So that's a pretty exciting development, um, particularly since we know that not everybody knows SQL, has taught themselves SQL overnight. Um, and then the second one was AMC lookalike audiences. So we already have the capability where one can generate a custom audience based on you know specific parameters. So let's just say, you know, an advertiser saw you know, wanted to create an audience of folks that had, had um, seen their detail page view or even added to cart, but didn't actually activate and then wanted to drive better performance. They could create a particular, they could run a query, generate that insight, and then push that directly to the DSP. So that, that's one way. That's AMC rule-based audiences. And then now we launched um, this enhanced capability for lookalike audiences. So it enables effectively exactly what it sounds like. So finding alike audiences based on that same seed, um, leveraging machine learning in a clean room capacity trained on, you know, Amazon shopper and, and customer signals, but all still in a private and secure place. All right. You're already starting talking technical terms that are over my head. So let me bring in the smart one of us. <laughs> because uh, they said and, machine learning. And to, uh, <laughs> we got clean rooms. Like my room's not clean. I don't know. That's not what we're talking about here, but but go ahead and uh, please follow up and, and, and make me sound smart here. Yeah, of course. So I'd like to talk about lookalike audiences more specifically because this is a way for brands to reach highly relevant, essentially new customers. So yep. do you think this will change the way people are targeting that new to brand customer targeting incrementality? Yeah, I mean, we think it's going to be a great way for brands to be able to reach more and more shoppers. So, you know, as I mentioned, the the look like audiences are trained on based on like deep, deep ML, based on lots of, you know, very, very, very good signals. Um, and then the advertiser can actually leverage, can get to choose what's their specific seed for the audience, like what's the general size of the audience based on their objective and then also the relevance. So I think it'll be a really key tool um, as a part of the marketer toolkit. Yeah, definitely. Do you think lookalike audiences are scalable for brands that maybe have, you know, lower purchase data or lower engagement data um, that are using AMC? I think so. I think they're precisely like the brands that actually could benefit from it, right? Because they have a small bit of deterministic signals that they actually want to be able to enhance. And then also because AMC is private and secure by design, as I mentioned, you know, they can also choose to, to upload their own first party or third party signals and then create a seed based on that and then continue to go um, find additional customers that seem, you know, similar to that seed. Right. I love that you call it a seed because it sounds like it will grow over time if you're utilizing these tactics. So that's yeah. a great way to phrase it. Nice. <laughs> um, so come up with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll give you credit anyways. Um, so you talked about the AMC templatized analytics, right? Is this a way to make AMC more accessible? And if so, are the queries that are available through those templatized analytics, will it grow over time? What's available through that? Yeah, so we think it's a it's a first step um, towards making it easy, making AMC easier for more and more customers. So we don't have a specific timeline yet on um, you know on additional templates, but it is something we'll be continuing to evaluate. We have been um, talking to different customers and internal teams about how we can also make AMC easier to use through point and click. Right. Um, applications as well. We also work with you know dozens of partners that have the same make or making AMC easier to use either through visualizations or through their own innovative dashboards. So I think through the combination of either homegrown or partner built capabilities, we'll be able to continue to bring AMC insights to more, more and more customers. Yeah. PackView is one of those partners. Yep. We do have an AMC dashboard. Great. I think 
Another question that's kind of just in general about AMC. Do you think there are any verticals or categories that benefit the most from this data or that you've seen a lot of growth and success with using AMC? Yeah, we think of AMC as equal opportunity. So um, we look at the data a lot. We're very, very data driven. Surprise, surprise at Amazon. Um, (laughs) And, you know, what we've seen is that you know, there's there's penetration for AMC across brands and partners and agencies, as well as across all verticals. So we've seen, you know, certainly strength from from brands that sell in the Amazon store, but also pretty strong results with entertainment, with automotive, financial services. So you can think of someone who's like automotive, who might have a bunch of local dealerships. They want to be able to do more um, fine event grained analyses based on specific geos, right? And so something like AMC is is perfect for that, be able to do more precise measurements. So yeah, certainly we think um, it is it's a great product for all, but it really depends on that particular advertiser's objective and then what are the types of signals that they want to bring in and um, what kind of insights they can generate. Definitely. It is flexible. Exactly. <laughs> Infinite and flexible. Yes. <laughs> um, great. My last question is just a, a kind of a fun one. Do you have any specific query or an example of a query that you think was really innovative that's been pulled through AMC that you can recall? I think um, it's probably a generic answer, and but I think the path to conversion one is probably one of my favorites just because it's the simplest. I think, you know, AMC was one of the first was actually the first place where an advertiser could see all of their signals across all of the Amazon ad products. And so someone who was buying sponsored products and DSP might not have realized before that they actually were driving better results together. And so path to conversion and actually being able to understand how those two products were interacting, for example, um, really brought a lot more power and insight, I think, to, to advertisers. So I don't think that's generic at all. I love that one too. <laughs> There's a reason that's core. Yeah. kind of at the top of the instructional query library. Right, so. right. Agreed. All, all right. right. I have another question for you. Mm-hmm. I, I like asking stuff that maybe nobody else is going to ask. When, when you want to take off your Amazon hat and, and like kick back with a, a hobby, you know, like you know, to kind of like balance work life, what's your go-to hobby? Um, well, I have a almost four-year-old, so she is probably my hobby, um, <laughs> and most of the time I'm going to try and try and go do fun things on the weekend, whether it's exploring new coffee shops or going to fun museums. The four-year-old is a coffee drinker, uh, is she? No, she's oh, not, oh, oh, okay. but she's an avid consumer of chocolate croissants. Oh. And so, you know, we, we sample baked goods, lots of different places, and then mom gets her coffee. I think that's, that's probably it. But, but in my prior pre-kid years, I did a lot more yoga and hiking and things like that. So enjoy, enjoy those years. You know, my, my kids are over 20 already. So like, uh, I wish, I wish I had a four-year-old, uh, I remember those days. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for joining us. And, uh, and you educated me a lot, you know, it sounds like Anne knows all about what you're talking about. It was like a different language to me. So, uh, I appreciate you uh, educating us on AMC. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, we've got Teresa here. Teresa, can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure, I'm Teresa Utheralt, and I'm the Director of Partner Development here at Amazon Ads. Awesome, awesome. How long have you been here at Amazon? I've been at Amazon for almost 10 years, so I'm approaching that red badge for those of you that know our badging conventions. (laughs) Nice, nice. Now, you're from here in New York? I've always been in New York, yep. So I'm going to start off with maybe the most important question of the day. Juliana's Pizza in Brooklyn, is that the best representation of New York pizza? 
or not? Oh, that's tough. There's so many really good pizza places now. I can't even keep up with them. There's so many. All right. Well, we're going to have to connect right after this because I have two days left and I need to maximize my my time here. <laughs> yes. All right. Now I, we're not here to talk about uh, food I recommend checking out Roberta's in Bushwick, though. Roberta's in Bushwick. I have not been there. Yes. All right. I think you'll really and enjoy that. We're going We're going to that right one. Right now. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. cancel the interview. Let's go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Can I come? Yes, of That's course. Now, uh, Anne here is going to ask a lot of the the more you know technical questions, especially those that have to do with enterprise. Now, I'm I'm here to represent kind of like the voice of the the average Amazon seller, and you know th- there are some people out there who might not um, who might not fully know what Amazon Marketing Stream is. First of all, so could you just go ahead and and just kind of give a a quick you know elevator pitch for what that is? Sure. So Amazon Marketing Stream is a partner-facing product, and what it does is it provides really granular hourly signals on all our advertising metrics through the Amazon API. And what that means to a seller is that they will be able to get all sorts of insights about their business that normally they would not have known. Okay. All right. I love it. Man, did you practice this? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, even, I didn't even tell you I was going to ask that. All right. Cool. Cool. How about rapid retail analytics, your other ah, specialty? I know. I love rapid retail analytics. So Amazon Marketing Stream, obviously, is totally focused on advertising signals. As we know, so much of what's exciting about Amazon ads is that you got online retail and digital advertising, right? And so rapid retail analytics provides that level of granularity on retail signals. And one of the reasons that's so exciting is that that data used to be available at a daily cadence with a 72-hour lag. Mm-hmm. So we literally, it's almost near real time now, which is a really, really exciting development. Okay. All right. Well, now now that I got that out of the way, let me turn it over to the smart one uh, of us two and <laughs> for some follow-up questions. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of want to double click into uh, Amazon Marketing Stream, specifically the fact that it was recently released for DSP or it's being extended to DSP. Um, how do you think this will change the way advertisers manage their DSP campaigns now that they have that real-time data that we were talking about? Well, it's interesting. I think one of the things that I've learned is I've been humbled by our partner's creativity, right? <laughs> um, you know, I was just uh, I was just telling someone, I joined this team uh, three weeks before Can last year. And so I showed up at Can, meeting all my partners for the first time, and we had just launched the first version of Amazon Marketing Stream. And I was like, this is the coolest product. But what really got me excited was it's a product that we developed based on the feedback we got from partners. Like they, they have a seat at the table. They participate in all our betas and our product teams love them, right? Because they get like this incredible, you know, they get their hands dirty and they come back and they're like, these are the 27 things that are wrong and you need to fix, right? Which is if you're a product team, that's actually like really helpful, right? right. So, and what the thing that's so interesting is like it launched and everyone loved it, but then people are like, well, but it only has sponsored products, right? Like I want more, I want more, I might want more. So I think what's exciting about having ADSP signals in there is that's going to unlock a whole bunch of opportunity around partners that are um, deep on, on ADSP, right? Right, definitely. And I think, you know, probably a few months from now, we'll have some really interesting um, case studies, success stories. There's really like almost no end to the creativity of our partners, which right. is really great because they're such awesome builders. Agreed. I'm curious, AMC, the not AMS, AMC. <laughs> I know. The other acronym, our Amazon acronym. I know there's so many of them. Um, also provides hour by hour data for both DSP and for sponsored ads. Prior to this, especially prior to AMC, but also prior to AMS, this wasn't available for advertisers. So you kind of had to guess when you were running like day parting or anything along those lines. Do you think the release of the stream data for DSP will eliminate the need for the AMC hourly data? 
Well, I think you got to go back to like, what are the use cases that people use either product, right? I think like what is great about, about Amazon marketing stream, right? It's, it's an aggregate, aggregate data pipe, if you think about it, right? And so ultimately that's going to help people build solutions that are evergreen. Right. Um, it's going to help people train AI models, right? Because how do you train AI models? You need like lots of granular signals, right? And whereas Amazon Marketing Stream is really about very specific use cases around like understanding the customer purchase path, understanding incrementality, understanding attribution. So I don't think it's like one or the other. I think it's very like use case specific. Right. That actually leads perfectly into my next question, <laughs> which is how you see these two data sets working together with advertisers currently or, or how you see in the future they can work together. Yeah. So I think like what I think is really exciting about partner innovation is ultimately I don't think there's ever been a better time to be a marketer, right? Like there's that whole age old question about like, I know half my advertising is working, but I don't know which half. And I think we're getting about as close as we're going to get probably in our lifetime. Like we're on the cusp of that with a lot of these tools. And so I think the, the part about Amazon marketing stream that I think is so exciting is that it will allow the kind of automation that makes brands so much smarter and helps them do more with less. Right. And we're seeing like, especially like this year, has been an uncertain economic climate for a lot of folks, right? And a lot of a lot of folks are trying to figure out, like, my budget's been cut or my budget is capped, but I'm being asked to drive more growth, right? And I think, like, partners have been able to deliver solutions based on Amazon Marketing Stream and Rapid Retail Analytics that have really enabled that. Awesome. Uh, and you had a last question? I did. It's a fun one. What's Yay. your favorite thing about being at conferences like Unbox? Oh, it's meeting my partners. I, you know, I learn so much from, from meeting with partners, right? Like I said, it, it's very humbling, the innovation, the creativity, um, what they teach us about our customers, what they teach us about our products. And it's such an incredible learning experience. It's so energizing. Um, were you at our, our uh, cocktail party last night? No? I was not. You were not. We okay. had a lot of cocktail parties. I'm guess. sure. Yeah. It was very active. <laughs> but like, that was like such a fun, buzzing party. And I got to meet partners from all yeah. over the world. At our award ceremony on Monday, we, we met partners that came from Delhi. Um, wow. And it was just really, really exciting. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. And we appreciate all that you, uh, you do at Amazon. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right. We've got uh, Ruslana here. Ruslana, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bradley and Anne, for having me. Uh, are you based here in New York? No, I'm based in Seattle. Seattle. Okay. Seattle. I was just there for Accelerate. Very nice. Lots of rain, but I, I like I like Seattle weather a lot. Quick question uh, for you. First of all, just how long have you been at Amazon and what is your title there? I'm a vice president of Sponsored Brands Display in TV Advertising. And I just celebrated my 10-year anniversary uh, last week. Awesome. Wow. Congrats. Congrats. Thank you. Now, we're going to go into like what you announced today, but, you know, something that, uh, while you were on stage, uh, you also referred to something that was, you know, launched a, a little bit ago where how now, you know, sponsored products can show up on websites like Pinterest and things like that. And one thing that was, I, I have a bad memory, but it was new to me. Maybe I knew about it, but I just didn't know. It was like, it's not just a product that's going to display, but it'll also uh, show, I believe, like the, the reviews count and, and even the shipping time. Did I, did I hear that right? Well, with sponsor products, our goal is to deliver the same value that advertisers are getting today by having sponsored products with an Amazon store. And some of the critical sort of trusted Amazon attributes, such as reviews, mm-hmm. pricing information, as well as prime delivery promise, are essential elements uh, to helping customers make decisions and actually purchase. So, yes, you, are, um, you, you got it right that sponsored products will be containing 
kind of product level or Amazon uh, key Amazon trusted uh, information within these new and exclusive placements across some of these uh, sites to help our advertisers to really go quickly uh, and with ease from discovering something yeah. or exploring something to actually purchasing it. Awesome, awesome. Now that's been that's been out for a while, but today. When you're on stage, you announced something brand new, and that was sponsored TV. So, so just give us maybe a, a quick 30-second, one-minute overview of what that is, and Anne has some uh, follow-up questions on that. Well, we see uh, sponsored TV, uh, TV advertising as a whole, as a critical element of brand-building strategy. That should not be uh, something that brand cannot do. Any brand of any science should be able to tap into this opportunity and reach these engaged audiences on a big screen in the living room. Uh, and so Sponsored TV is aiming to accomplish just that. We have worked very closely with our brands and our customers and backwards from them to understand what their key pain points have been and why they have not potentially used TV more actively mm. within their overall brand building strategy. And as a result, launched Sponsored TV, trying to eliminate three main pain points. No guarantee uh, commitments, no spend minimum. Creative support, and lastly, access to first-party, Amazon first-party signals, even when you advertise in DV, powered by machine learning, and uh, right measurement, so that advertisers understand the value. Because what we've learned is spend is intimidating, mm -hmm. A lack of the right creative or ability to create the right creative, just knowing what resonates on such a screen is hard and intimidating. And lastly, just understanding the value that TV delivers for these brands was difficult. And so the, given those three main pain points, that's the, that's why we learned sponsored TV. I think to wrap, like there is another element, right? We At Amazon, we're very customer obsessed. And in this instance, we have two customers, right? We have brands and we just talked about the value we deliver for the brands. But there's also another key customer, which is the viewers. And for viewers, this is an opportunity to discover a diverse collection of brands and products in places where they choose to spend their time. Okay. Now, I'm just wondering where, like, what kind of placements are these? Are, are these like, like, like trailers that come up or are, are there just actual, you know, banner ads that might pop up while you're watching a, a TV show? Well, this is a TV advertising we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So they are video Okay, ads, all video. banner ads. So this is, not, this is not sponsored display. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, video ads. And they... Sponsored TV today serves within freebie content. Like, I don't know if any of you watch freebie. I do. I love certain shows there. Um, so, big fan. Um, so, there is freebie content. There is streaming. Do you stream? Do you Twitch? Yes. Okay. Well, when you Twitch, during live streams, that could be another opportunity. It was in Twitch Pe streaming. There, there might be people watch, watching this right now on our rebroadcast of this you know, on Twitch. <laughs> all of you... People that Twitch, <laughs> this is where the ads would show. Okay. Um, and then lastly, it was in uh, Fire TV apps. Okay, excellent. And? Yeah, so it was mentioned that the goal of this campaign, or at least one of the goals, is to make it more accessible to advertisers who have lower budgets, don't necessarily want to deal with spend minimums, etc. Do you feel like there's a lower level of budget sufficiency for running these campaigns, or can it be tested with a small amount of money? Well, we, as I said earlier, right... Customer obsessed, work, back in, work backwards from our brands and working backwards for them, um, really observe that they do want to be able to engage with this audience. Why wouldn't you? Like if you launched a product that is net new, delightful on the market, why wouldn't you want to tell? Like, right. you know, um, I talked on my keynote about Hexclad. I don't know if you don't, if you have it in your kitchen, but if you don't, I highly recommend. I discovered <laughs> it through our sponsored TV offering, the brand. And I love the nonstick and also non-scratch. 
Oh, no, you had me at when you showed part of the video where it flipped, it flipped over, over and nothing, yeah. nothing was uh, coming out. I like that. <laughs> Very and, impressive. And so at the end of the day, like that is the brand that I'm delighted to cook with every day. And I like my eggs for breakfast. Doesn't matter if it's Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or Sunday. So in, at the end of the day, I think these are the type of brands they want to engage with the right audience at the right time. And I think this is the right time. Great. Can you walk us through some of the targeting that will be available with this type of advertising? Most of sponsored ads is keyword-based. Is that going to be the truth for uh, sponsored TV or is it going to be more signal-based behavioral audiences? Well, we always try to help our brands reach the right audiences. So let me uh, maybe adjust one statement here. Most of sponsored brands is not keyword-based. Sponsored products, keyword-based. Sponsored products is keyword-based. Sponsored brands has keywords elements in their way and how you express intent. Sponsored display doesn't have that way to express intent, but our aim is to always work with our brands and help them, give them the right tools to express the intent in the best possible way so we can deliver their message and their story in the right place at the right time. So in the case of sponsored TV, the advertisers could use both sort of category-based interests and uh, as well as um, genre-based interests. I've got a spooky brand on Amazon. So like uh, come Halloween season, going to be maybe throwing some ads (laughs) on some spooky Halloween shows or horror shows. Perfect. I think we have time for one more question. So I'm curious, how do you recommend brands measure success with these campaigns? Do you have specific KPIs that you think, you know, appropriately measure the success for sponsored TV or anything along those lines? So... The reach traditional uh, metrics are available, similarly how they would be available for any other TV offerings. But in addition, we are sharing uh, branded searches um, as well as detail page and store page traffic. And so that is a starting point for uh, the offering. We will continue evolving our metrics and help brands understand the value they're getting out of the uh, sponsored TV offering. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Ann and Bradley.